Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Ah! Couldn't get the red button. I tried to get him jumping. You know, my wife has listened to the show. She's been on the show several times. Yes. And I'm in, I'm in the car, and I'm trying to pull our theme music up. And I go... It's Howard Jones. I go, it's Howard Jones. I'm looking at my phone and I realize after looking for for 25 minutes, it's Jesus Jones. (laughs) Yeah, it's Jesus Jones. So I find it and I play it. And Robin, you know, she has a tendency to be on her phone doing stuff because when we're traveling in the car, you know, she's playing words with friends, returning emails, doing business, blah, blah, blah. But she's paying absolutely no attention to what I'm saying. I mean, I, I could ask her to repeat anything I say and she wouldn't be able to do it. So... I play the song, and the girls are in the back of the car, Avis and Finley, and they're bopping around. And I said, Robin, do you know the significance of this song in our life right now? And she goes, and she starts picking out like really like weird stuff. Well, um, I was waiting for you all my life till I met you, honey, and blah, 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 like, like stuff about us. And I went, no, honey, listen to the song. Where do you hear this song? She had no clue. <laughs> she had no clue that for like a year it's been opening this show. Not a clue. It should cause me <laughs> negative towards the show. Well, well, you are negative towards the show. How was your weekend, Polly? Great. What'd you do? Uh, watch some football and watch some more football. Saturday and Sunday, all football. My microphone is broken, but you just you just lay there and watch football all weekend. No, I get up and go out. Get a, get a nice lunch on Sundays, and where do you go for lunch? I went to Texas Roadhouse this. Uh, this Sunday and watch some Giants football. He goes to like three restaurants. That's usually Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Chili's. Carabas. Or Carabas, yeah. I mean, that's... But talk about it. He, like, lives when somebody else is buying at that Brazilian oh, place. Well, that's... Yeah, somebody else is buying. Lives but there. I saw... I, I'm watching the Giants game, and they looked very good. Mm-hmm. Their, their offensive line looked much better than it had. And I saw something happen at Texas Roadhouse that shook me to my core. Wow. And I don't know girl why. girl said hello to you? <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> A dude picked up his baked potato. Like Texas Roadhouse isn't like it's kind of it's a nice nicer restaurant, you know. Right? I don't think I've ever been there. Where is it? Right on Erie Boulevard. And the dude picked up his baked potato like it was a taco and ate it. Is that is that proper potato eating? I've never etiquette? eaten one that way, but I'm going to attempt it. Like. Was it a, a, it, a he an inordinately a thin, like more of a yam-looking potato? No, you know? it was a baked potato. He so it was a it, big fat one. He had to wrap his mouth around he it. He ate like, it peel and all. Oh, I and love he, that. Like, squeezed it. Like he, it was like a piece of Was it all over pe- his face? No, I, I, I kind of turned away because I didn't want to stare at him too long <laughs> while he was doing it. I was, I had that, that millennial thought, I need to get a picture of this, but I couldn't do it. Was it the cheese and chives and sour it cream? It was a loaded potato. Loaded. Wow. wow. And he wow. ate it like a taco. I'm sure fans are Syracuse is four and zero. And I uh, went to Wildcat. Oh. Damn right you did. Our new sponsor. I said, you know what? I got to go in there. It's a family place, and this is a you know not a 
it's got a bar, and I'm sure in the you know later in the evening, if you want to watch a game or something like that, that it may flow that way. But it really is a family place. You go in, you order pizza and appetizers and other meals they had. We ordered a bunch of different things. Food was great. Uh, it was it was cool. There was a, uh, like three or four other families that were in there with kids, and then there was somebody having like a birthday party too. So uh, then you could shoot hoops in there. You can do all kinds of fun stuff. So. Uh, yeah, it gets the thumbs up of the Baldwin family. We had a good time. We drove all the way down to Camillus from Cleveland to go there. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, coming up uh, in the future, you'll be doing an appearance there. Congratulations. Am I doing an appearance there? Yeah. Are you doing it with me? Of course. You always wrote me in. I go for free. We are you Felix make, and Oscar, aren't we? You, I love it. You make big money, and I go and stand around for free. We, wow. are, we, are, we are Felix, I'm Felix down with and it. Oscar, I think. You're definitely Felix Hunger, aren't you, in this relationship? Can you go, heh, heh, and clean your sinuses out, clear them out? No. No? Okay. Not, well, I, Josh? Yes. Josh, come back. Yes. What did you do this weekend? It was a busy weekend. It was a very yeah. social weekend. We did a, uh, a, a radio event on Friday night. We did a tour of the Budweiser factory with listeners on Friday night. Saturday, I did a little double date action over at the Funny Bone, did a little uh, dinner, mm-hmm. double date. And Things then, get funny when you got home? No, things got night night, sleepy sleep. Wow, no bone. Who'd you go on a double date with? A friend of mine. Yeah, not dropping any names. Jealous. Amanda and Howard. Amanda and her her. Sound like you made that up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Francine and Schnickelberg. Yeah, and then Sunday was uh, all fall all the time. Apple picking, pumpkins, corn mazes, the whole thing, the whole thing. You know, I got heat over this uh, on Twitter over this corn maze thing that we talked about. (laughs) Yeah. That you don't get it, you know, corn maze, this. I get, there's like a whole underbelly society of Joshites that are mazers, are there not? Well, I no, I don't think that there is, because I did, a, I did an, uh, uh, what are they, poll? And the, I asked the poll, who studies the corn maze map before you go in? And 93% of people said they don't. So I'm in the minority that we carried the map with us through the corn maze. It was very, very thought out. <laughs> Why did you bring the maze? What do you mean? Or the map. Because it was on a postcard. But you brought the map into the maze? Yes, to find your way out. That's not the point of the maze. I know. That's what I'm trying to tell. He's got aerial photography (laughs) studying the day before he goes. I knew that part. But the fact that you bring a map in, it's... Well, I mean, mean, okay, so if you're in in there with your kid and you're looking, you get confused and you're trying to figure out, you know, again, it seems defeatist to take a map in there. But to do aerial photography the night before... To Google Earth the thing and look. Yeah. <laughs> I could, you got a lot of time on your hands. I got a lot of time. You I, got a lot of time. I could see taking the map, put it in your pocket in case the kids got to go to the bathroom or something. But you you see, gotta what, escape. What, what, maybe he's smarter. Maybe Josh is really smarter than us. Yes. Because he's got a, gla- a five ounce rock glass of fine scotch <laughs> and a cigar in his mouth. And she walks in and he goes, honey, I'm studying the Google I'm Earth on the maze. The map. You want to get on God the map saying, or You want to die in there? Yeah. You ever see The Shining? Yes. <laughs> It was a nice weekend, though. It was very busy. I would have rather have been on my couch doing nothing. But I can't imagine you do nothing. I'm, I'm picturing you oh, on nothing. the phone. Ask, and... No, ask my wife. I do nothing. I shut down. It's over? Yeah. I'm done. Wow. I, I, I just shut it down. I, I will sit there and watch people build cabins on TV. <laughs> They'll do, like, off-the-grid houses. Sense, senseless reality television? Oh, just senseless, moronic television. Yeah, I, I turn my brain off. I don't know. I just like it. That was a um, a turning point in my realization of where the generations behind us are going. What is this? What are you playing? 
I'm the map, yeah. I'm the map, I'm the map. If there's a place you gotta get, too hard. I can working, get yeah. you there, I bet. I'm the map. Yeah, what are you doing? So... You know, for for a number of years, it's been, you know, hey, Daniel, I know you from this movie, or hey, I know you from this TV show, or hey, Alec, you've put on weight, or (laughs) or, you're the fat Baldwin, or whatever whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, so varying degrees of whether they really know who I am or not. But I did that show, World's Dumbest, (laughs) that series for five years, and got rediscovered by a whole new- Loved that show. Polly knew you from that. Oh, my God. So I'm walking through, and the first like season of it, I'm. It's not photographed in my head that that's actually a job I do. It's this thing I make a bunch of money doing once a month, and, right? And it's like Alec doing Match Game. Right. You know, that, that, this was my Match Game. I'm sure Alec doesn't run around and go, "Hey, you know, I'm the host of Match Game." Well, I didn't go around telling people I do World's Dumbest. It was fun to do. It was really, really good money. Um, and they flew me down, and I do two episodes in one day in three hours. I'm right back on a plane the same day to make that kind of cash. I was like, sure, how long you want to do that? I'll do 10 of them. So, but the number of kids, you know, usually you get sighted at a restaurant, a public place, an airport, or a ball game, whatever. I could be anywhere, and someone would go, dude, dumbest, bro. <laughs> dude, you're the guy I'm dumbest. Love you, man. They couldn't say my name. Mm-hmm. They really knew, but I was the dude on dumbest. Dumbest criminals, dumbest inventors. But you'll take that. Anybody who little love you know what it it, it kind of reintroduced me to you know the i've had this the following statement said to me this week um hey can i do a selfie with you i'd love to now you're looking at this really pretty 19 year old girl and you're mm-hmm. going what could she possibly know me from unless she knows Haley, mm-hmm. you know or, and justin and somehow i'm lumped into that or she might know alec but certainly there isn't much that this girl that I've done in the last five, eight years, which would put her, you know, at, at 12 through her age now that she would know me from. So, and then she turns around and says, my mother loves you. Oh. And you realize that the really hot chick, <laughs> her mother's 45 <laughs> and she might know who I am. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, speaking of dumbest, uh, how'd your picks do this week? <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah, Levitar So you ready for this? Yeah. So Coward goes, f- I got to beat Coward. So yeah. it doesn't really matter how I, it's based off of him. If you tie him or beat him, you move on the next week. Right. So uh, he's four and one this weekend. <laughs> and I'm three and one going into tonight. Tom Brady's getting, no, Tom Brady playing last night against Detroit. Oh, okay. The last game of the night. And Brady and New England choke and they play terrible and Detroit beats them. And I lose. The Bills killed you, though. Yeah, who no, saw that coming? Not, no one saw that coming. And besides, you know what? It didn't. It didn't kill me. I was. I was three and one going into thinking I got a. Uh, you know, it's going to be. A, if anything, Detroit shows up at the dogfight. They got New England got beat. I by thought Detroit. the Bills game was your safest bet. Every, it, they it, were what seventeen point. Yeah, they were seventeen point underdogs. But let me tell you something because I had Forrest in here earlier. And we were talking about Clemson, and he comes and he goes, hey, you know what, you were right. I looked up a Sports Illustrated article that said the coaches of Clemson have been playing in the weight room the footage of Syracuse celebrating. They're not allowed to have their headsets on. Mm -hmm. They're not allowed to talk. They have to watch blaring on screens Syracuse celebrating that at midfield after they lost to Syracuse last year. So... Um, for sure, they're going to come after Syracuse extra hard at home next week. But the point that I was trying to make about anyone can win. And what happened 
in that game is exactly what we would need to do in Clemson in order. If we could do, it really wasn't in the beginning Minnesota's fault that bad. Josh Allen came down, he played well, he scored a touchdown. Cousins fumbles the ball and gives them the, the ball in the 15, and they go right in and score again. And then he fumbles it again. And they score, and it's 21 nothing halfway through the first quarter, and you're looking at a three touchdown deficit. That changes the way you're playing the game. Mathematically, you're only going to have the ball a certain amount of times. You now have to score four touchdowns or four scores to win, three of them being touchdowns. And that's holding them to no more points. So it, it will require, you know, um, a tipped ball that gets run back for a touchdown or a punt that goes for a touchdown and then a fluke play, and suddenly you're up 14 nothing, and we could absolutely beat Clemson down there. We could. Your your attitude is changing on this. I like it. No, you know, it, it's the same as you're saying my attitude changed against Kaepernick. I, it never changed. I, I know, and I'm smart enough to know, on any given Sunday, anybody can win. These are professional athletes, and just because of the scenarios that I'm talking about, things can happen in a game that fluky things or or bad luck or a couple of quick mistakes and suddenly you know you've scored 14 points um <clears throat> the same thing about about Kaepernick when i say that because i never ever questioned his to or even what he was standing up for what i questioned was was this the best way for him to express his opinion about something that he was protesting and I think I was right. Early on when it happened, I said, this is going to backfire on him because it's no longer going to be about at the forefront of this argument. It's not whether or not African-Americans receive unequal treatment or if they're brutalized or many of the things that he was, Colin was trying to point out by the police department in Chicago, nationwide. And, he, and he's got a point about a lot of it. I just worried that by doing this, it would be so offensive to the patriotic people and particularly soldiers' families who have lost someone, that's going to be a tough pill for them to swallow because they lost a loved one because of this flag. So I wondered if he was going to lose, dilute what the argument was. And absolutely, no one even talks anymore about what it was he was protesting. They talk about kneeling during the anthem. And and, and so I think I was right about that. But no, I, I, I never questioned whether the flag stood for his right to do that. It does. It does. Listen, we'll defend... Somebody who's having a KKK rally in Washington, D.C., marching down the street because it's their right in this country to express themselves that way. So absolutely, I believe that it's Colin's right to express himself. I still question his method. Next uh, question before we go to break. Are you still going to Clemson? Are you- Give me, bro. I, can I talk about what happened? <laughs> uh, that's not what I asked. But uh, No, I won't talk about what happened. Uh, but are you still going? Yeah, man. I'm. I, not only am I going, but I'm sitting right behind... The Syracuse row A right behind our bench. Nice. And I'm going to be flying Syracuse colors, and I'm going to be screaming at the game, and I need Dungey to throw for 300. <laughs> Go out to dinner after the game? For sure. Oh, you the, too? Yeah. I got the girls oh, with me. Are we coming down to the, are we getting on sideline passes? And I don't have sideline passes. Where are you at? Where are you at? Up in the booth. I'm all the way up. You're way up in Skydaho? Yeah. I'm up in the booth, bro. Wow. I ain't got no sideline pass. Who ESPN covering the game? I'm going to have to jump on TV for a little while. Uh, it's uh, ABC. ABC's got yeah. it? Yep. So. Let, me, let me call some of my ABC contacts on the break. Take a quick break. Do so what? Let's do it. I'm so excited. It's time for... Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um. So what? It's... 
unlistenable radio. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, no point. You're not pointing at I me. I did too. You're Get a year up. into this Get now. Up. You're a you're a you're a pro. You're a you seasoned pro. I like, but I like it. It's it's a, it's a it's an producery. It's commanding. It's like watching it. Do you think the people in the orchestra really need the guy up there going like this with no. a? Do they really need him? No. No. They can right. play it without him. Forrest is. Uh, we got so what going. We've got uh, Forrest here. And so very much more. And so very, very <laughs> much more. All right, Forrest, come on over to the board. As you know, when we have games, so Monday Night Football, Thursday Night, and your weekend games, we like to have Forrest draw the logos for you for the Facebook feed, facebook.com slash ESPN Syracuse, so that you guys can get the visual of it. But we only give him one chance to look at the logos, then he has to draw them by memory. Forrest, are you ready for tonight's matchup? Steelers versus Buccaneers. And there you go. Now, the Steelers logo is iconic. You have to know that one. Buccaneers is going to be a little tricky. You got to get the colors right. You got, I want to see colors. You got to get the colors oh, right. And I want to see colors. Yes. Yeah. Colors right. We just one got more you flash, colors. One more flash. One more right, flash. Hold on a second. Colors in proper order. Let's get it right. The colors on the There's your colors. You Make a mental ste- note. The Steelers Good. will be tricky because so, of the sorry, order. I don't have it memorized. All right. All right. Yeah, Paul. Are you ready for a little so what? I'm yes. buying outfits for my wife. Oh, my God. Syracuse Pay attention Orange. to your show. <laughs> I am. So the what? Syracuse Orange did not snap the program's 17-year streak of being unranked. They sat just outside the top 25. SU was 11 spots outside of the top 25 uh, with only 25 votes. Who cares? You know what? There was a lot of people. Did you see Old Dominion? Yeah, beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> beat Virginia Tech. A lot of people are upset that Syracuse isn't ranked. I don't see what they're upset about. They they earned eighty three votes this week. They won four in the game. coaches poll. I'm gonna I'm going might catch heat for this, but they won four games against teams that aren't that good. Even Florida State isn't that good. I think uh, if they lose to Clemson, they're gonna have to be six and one to be ranked. No, 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 no. If they play Clemson and it's under twenty points, they'll be ranked just by losing to Clemson. I think fake news. You are fake news. <laughs> you know what? So go ahead. You want to bet on that one? Bet a lunch on that oh, one. Oh God! Well, I'll say if they're within fourteen points, then I'll okay. end it. I think they have to beat uh, Pitt and UNC if they lose to Clemson to get ranked. So. Our very own Brent X getting a lot of heat for saying he did not vote for them, but Paulie is saying he did the right thing. Yeah. If Florida uh, State was Florida State and they won, they definitely should be ranked. But the, the Florida State is not uh, a quality win at this point. So it's a so what. Uh, to me it is, but I, I'm guessing to the average fan, it's probably not as Okay, so Clemson plays Furman. Furman, Mark? I repeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old guy reference. And wins 48-7. Clemson rolls into unranked as number three, Clemson was, and barely gets by Texas A&M 28-26. Now, keep in mind, this is the same team that lost by 23 uh, or 22 to Alabama just last week. Um, then they played Georgia Southern, the mighty powerhouse of Georgia Southern, and win 38-7. to Then they played Georgia Tech and win 49-21. to Probably around what the score will be when we play Georgia Tech when Syracuse mops them up. So, with that said, this is the team that's ranked number three, and they haven't beaten anybody much better. They they beat Georgia Tech, who arguably is in the same division. It's, a, it's like a Florida State win. And then they beat nobody. 
Nobody before, and they're number three in the country. So I beg to differ. I think that if you put them away by 30, you know, which is what we just did, and you you handily beat uh, Florida State, I think that can get you in the top 25. And I think if they play Clemson, who's number three, and it's a 28-20 game, 28-16, something like that, that shows that you can play against somebody. I think you're wrong. I think a loss could actually vault them into the top 25 because of who they're playing. All right. Lunch. Mm-hmm. 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 Bet you lunch on that not one, too. So Tiger Woods won his first tour championship in five years. That's not the so what of it. Do you want to know what's really crazy about mm. that? It's not a so what that Tiger has won. It's great for the game. It's great for him. It's great for golf. Golf has been bleeding right now. I mean, since his heyday. And there's no more Jack and Arnie matchups that they had in the 70s to entice us into some type of interest into watching golf. What's really crazy is he just went in as the like three to one favorite to win the Masters because he won this one event. And, and I just don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I think people are giving a lot of credit to this this Did, championship. Is it is it not that big of a well, deal? It's a big, it's a big, it's a big victory from any tour win right now is a big one. This was a big event. Um, if you watch the response, if you if you in the break we'll pull it up so you can look at maybe we'll play some of the audio. I haven't seen a sea of people around a golfer like that in a long, long time. There's a ton of people there. Oh yeah. my god! They and and they had to close off. They they jumped out of the fairway mm-hmm. and came up behind him. I mean, you know, people are really pulling for this guy. And, and you know, it's not like he's a guy who survived a plane crash, you know, or he's yeah. not like a guy, you know, the things that they're, they're pulling for him and that he's, he's tried to, uh, uh, defeat are, you know, real, real personal yeah. stuff. That was... Guy likes whores. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Right, Perkins call, waitress. <laughs> what are you going to do? Guy got some shenanigans. And also, right? don't yeah. Google Jack and Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> A Jack and Arnie matchup is yeah. Yeah. something you don't, you don't want to Google. Yeah, you don't want to be Jack and Arnie. All right, what else you got? $137 million quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo very well might be out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. So would I hate Garoppolo. Wow. 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 It's a Monday. He's never ready with You're those. Not, you know what? You are just not prepared anymore. He's not prepared. You are not preparing. it in. The, 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 the shine is the luster is coming off it now. Let me say it again. Never liked Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, you got to give me at least a second to find Why it. isn't that board up? He's a he's Why not a professional. ready to go? <laughs> you don't even know where to go. <laughs> well, for some reason, nobody does things in... Uh, so are the, all right, and then I have a follow-up question for this. Are the right. 49ers cursed is what I'm asking you? No. No, they get the Kaepernick that. stuff. They get all that. Now they got Garoppolo, who they paid. Uh, I don't know. Listen, was, uh, the most for him. Listen, what a great thing! What a great story that would be if they go get Kaepernick <laughs> right now. I doubt that's happening. Why not? This take was that hot. Take was so it's cooled hot. down a little bit. The yeah. fire department <laughs> is on the way. Now Someone blew on it for a little while. <laughs> cooled wow. it down. Oh. <laughs> News is breaking. Jack <laughs> News is breaking right now as Cleveland Browns head coach Hugh Jackson will announce Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Shocking! Hold Jeez, on. I There's know. a hot take. Oh God! Another one. <laughs> right. That's. I mean, is that why? That's news. I mean, I guess. You know. You know. There's a big buzz going on too on the internet about what was uh, Taylor's agent thinking. 
putting him on that team, mm-hmm. knowing that they had the number one draft pick Heisman Trophy winner and that it was just a matter of time. But he is a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. He is. <laughs> I just saw I Paulie's just face. I just couldn't stop at he's the board. Yeah, just and I he's, com- <laughs> he's, com- he's got the wrong Shut one. Up. No, no, no. Just no. don't. Just Shh. don't. It's not even. Shh. Just don't. Shh. I'm not looking. Gump is drawing the logos for tonight's game. Listen, this is what Gump really gets paid to do. All right, and then finally, Six Flags St. Louis will give you $300 and a pair of annual passes to Six Flags if you can spend 30 hours in a coffin. Is the coffin going around a roller coaster or something? No, they they are going to put a bunch of coffins out. You get a six-minute bathroom break every hour. You will have access to a phone charger. And you just got to stay in this coffin. And you can use your phone. You can use your phone for thirty hours. Every, Everybody who does you get that. six minutes an hour. To yeah, and that, that's a lot of time. But they should let you bank it because if you got to, t- if you yeah, got to go every hour, if I you got to take a dump. You got <laughs> six minutes to get it. You imagine you can't do that. And you're in that coffin going, man. I got twenty nine hours. I'm gonna have to do it in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Six, imagine being halfway I through. Could go, I could I could go in a coffin and sleep the first nine hours. Yeah, I could sleep for a bunch of that. Yeah. And then the rest just play, like, watch a movie on my phone. I could probably do it, too. Yeah, I think easy. I as long as it's air conditioning. Yeah, as long as I get some air, yeah. Yeah. But it's for 300 bucks and a pair of tickets. But, but I so bring it up because so Polly almost saw a guy die at a theme park doing the same thing. He was covered in dirt. It wasn't even close to the same It place. wasn't? I thought he was, like, in a coffin with no, dirt on it. No, they covered him concrete. Oh, my God. Yeah. What happened? All right. So my dad wanted me to go to this, uh, see this magician on Halloween when he lived up in Fresno, California. <laughs> Your dad hated you. Didn't <laughs> you? <laughs> no, he wanted me to go up and watch him. Get, it was like the last time my dad ever had to pay for one of my trips to see him. Like, this is the same dad that would drop yeah, you yeah, off he, at the ballpark for yeah, a game. Yeah, he had it like... Uh, it was like the last time like the child support required him to pay for a visit. Like I was like nineteen. Nice. And uh <laughs> so he goes, You wanna go to this watch this magician get buried alive and escape? And I'm like, No, no, I think I'll just play video games. He's like, All right, next thing we know we're watching the news. The dude got buried in the cement in the coffin he was in collapsed and caved in on him. In front of like hundreds like of Like wet people. concrete they yeah, poured on? Him? Yeah. In front of hundreds of people. And and died? Yeah, died right in front of all the kids <laughs> over there. Yeah. yeah, so I luckily uh, missed that one. I would. I think I could last a uh, 30 hours in a coffin. There, as long as they're not buried in, burying me or they're putting something in the coffin with me, I'm fine. Yeah. I, yeah the, clo- I, the enclosed thing I don't think would bother me that much. I don't love it, but I could do it. I, I wouldn't love it, but for only three hundred bucks. Yeah, for three hundred bucks, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But if there's some, yeah, you know, I mean, I'll do something really dangerous mm-hmm. for like a lot of dough. I've done a lot of worse things for three hundred dollars. <laughs> can we please very true. pour one out for the great Joseph Barris, thirty-two, who was died at Blackbeard's Family Fun yep, Center? Yep, in Fresno, California, November first, nineteen ninety. It was a mini. It was a mini golf. Uh, arcade type place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he was handcuffed, wrapped in chains, locked inside the see-through coffin, and was lowered into a seven-foot deep hole. When they poured dirt on it <laughs> and wet cement, which completely crushed him alive. <laughs> we remember you, Joseph Boris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I shouldn't be laughing at a guy's death, but 
right. Yeah, that was a sad day. Trick-or-treaters and families watched in shock as they <laughs> frantically tried to dug Barris out of the hole, but they were unable to reach him in time. Did they show uh, pictures of Paulie screaming? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not going to that. Like, why? You blew it, man. I know. I'd have that trauma. <laughs> PTSD. Every time, he, every time he sees a cement truck, he starts screaming and going crazy. <laughs> ah! No, no. <laughs> And it was just like a, it was like a perfect mix. Like my dad lived in Fresno for like one year, <laughs> and it was you were there. Yeah, yeah. So it was we went weird. to, uh, we were driving to Shea Stadium, and and I was a Yankee fan. I hated going to the Mets games, but I wanted to go to a pro game, and it was much closer to the house. So my dad would drive us into Shea, and it was Alec Billy. I think it was. I don't think Stephen was too little. And Jane probably didn't go, or Beth. I think it was Alec, my father, myself, and Billy. And they had the uh, the L train, you know, the, which eventually you know goes from above ground into into the subway that you could take into the city. And we're walking, and you could literally hear the guy's head hit the concrete. Oh. He fell. He fell off the L and came down and hit probably maybe 50 feet in front of us. So, and there's all these people going because we're all going into the stadium. But I, I could hear his head hit the concrete. Oh. And so we, of course, run over. And as soon as my father saw, the guy's head was like, you know, boom. He landed oh, right on his head. No. And it was cr- like crushed open. And, and so we're like looking. And, and I was at that age where I went, Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. It was like, oh, that was so cool. And my father goes, "Come on, come on, come on!" And then I look over, and Billy is like barfing. <laughs> He's freaking yeah, out. I can imagine. Billy was totally freaked out by it. All right, before we go to break, do you want to turn around and see the logos? These are the logos that. No, we got to come. I'm coming. All right, back you're gonna after. sit on it. All right, we'll I'm come back. Come back after break. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. So, I'm going to turn around. I have not turned around, I promise you, to look at the Warholian rendition of the Pittsburgh Steelers logo. Andy Borhol. Monday Borhol. night football matchup, Steelers-Buccaneers. <laughs> he didn't get the colors right. Why are Steelers didn't. written dyslexically? Because I think he's trying to be funny over here. I think he's trying to add his own little twist on it. Why, why did you write <clears throat> Steelers backwards? Because you said if you get the Steelers logo wrong, that's why I'm uh, trolling you. You got it enough wrong though. <laughs> that, don't worry about that. that I got okay. the col- no, I got the color. It's order, a right? yellow. I think the yellow. We don't, we don't have, have a yellow. We marker. don't have a yellow. That's marker. your problem. That's that's <laughs> pink, not red. That it's red. That's pink. That's the worst trolling I've ever. heard. All right, and then, I'm going to troll you by making myself look like an idiot. Bay Buccaneer looks like an alien war flag. Looks like, look a like, like a fat baby, like a fat dead baby. It looks like <laughs> it, it looks like uh, Squidward. Squidward. Yeah, from yes. With a Batman mouth. And the flag is the wrong direction. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Who wow. do you pick then? What are your picks? What's the line in the game? Tampa Bay's minus one. Yeah. Forest. Yeah. Is that the is that the updated odds? I checked right before I started. Yeah, he said, of course, but right before, uh, yes, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I trust that. I Steelers um, must win, so I'm going Steelers. They really do kind of have to yeah, win, don't this they? this is a must win. So, I guess my tweet about what's going to happen with Le'Veon Bell, even when he didn't show up the first game, I said, he's gone. He's not going to be a Stealer. They're well, they're, they're entertaining trades now. They yeah, are. I said he won't play a, no, I said no. he won't play a game this year. Yeah. 
No, I said he won't play a game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he won't play a game this year. No, right? he'll play. He'll play for someone else for sure. Where does he go? Who's going to trade for, for him? Sure. Well, nope. I've got a list. Paulie, oh. do I have the list? They're not going to get anything for him, so I would just make him sit and lose his money if I was the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell trade list. So here are the teams, uh, NFL teams that might risk a deal for Steelers stars. Because if you sign, if you trade for him, you're going to have to sign him long term, and you're, the Steelers aren't going to get anything for him, so I would just make him sit. So the teams that they list are New England. Which would be about par for the course. Detroit. Uh, could see them using a, uh, a running back. The Dolphins. Also. The Colts. Eh. The Eagles, Packers, and Buccaneers are all in the conversation. Actually. Why would the Eagles need them? Actually. I think, and so does Forrest, he'd make a really good New York Jet is where he could go because I think you want to make sure that you don't want to have to play them in your division or anything like that. I, I would say that the Jets would work, but it's uh, which one of these teams is going to sign them long-term? So, I like the, uh, the Jets could sign them long-term. They don't really have a lot in the backfield. And they got a great, and they got a $100 million in cap space. That's true. Uh, I, like the, I like Neil. I go... Why would the Eagles pick? Because I don't know. I didn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't make this stupid list. He 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 actually with a young quarterback that he has they have right now who's I think surprised some people with his play. I think he compliments the New York Jets and for sure Woody has the money over there, so Paulie and Gump have picked the Steelers so far. Who do you pick tonight, Daniel? I'm going to go home. And I'm going to put on my Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. How dare you. And I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, by the way, according to the Mirage Hotel, are Pick'em. Pick the winner. Okay. So it's basically straight up So we're going track. straight up bet, guys. Pick your winner. I'll take the Steelers. Ugh. Three Steelers and one DV. What? I like it. What? I like I it. Josh on my side. Why? I'm doing very well. I'm five and three. What are the numbers right now? You're six and two. You're up. You're in the lead. How come, how come with our picks you're good, but you suck? What? Next, I was three and two this week. I know, but you're way better here. You're way better here. Yeah, but you've got a gimmick going with Levitard now. So you go. Who's coming in this week? You know what Levitard wrote me? What? So this is really funny. Yeah. What's the feeling on their side? Wait, 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 wait. I got to tell you, this is really great. So. I would imagine, uh, and I think a lot of people are surprised when they find out that I do all my own Twitter. When I message you privately, I say, follow me, I'll message you. I do that, pardon me, a lot because I help people with issues of their sobriety. Um, so I, I put myself out there and then I, I have them private message me. Um, but I get this. Uh, so here's the message. Hey, funny, funny, thank you. And I said... That was really fun. Hopefully, uh, I lock up a couple of weeks and we run with it. Please thank your team, especially Dan and Stu. We, now, I'm thinking this is yeah. some guy who works there, yeah. right? That's running their thing. So then um, I get another uh, 
I said something. I'll have to go to my sister Jane or my sister Beth if I keep, if I yeah. run out of brothers. And he writes, "That's really funny. I didn't hear hear Lady Baldwin sexist." He writes to me, and I went, "No, she played hooky from work, and and she was uh, hanging out with my brother Billy for the day." Well, now that you threw her under the bus, she's done. She's fired. <laughs> uh, and she went. She went. She and blah blah blah. So, uh, great segment. Thank you and your team. I thought DL. Dan Levitard was going to lose it during the Trump portion. Edgy, but great radio. Let's hope we can win a few games for crying out loud. Um, I'm running out of family members. He said, thank you. This is Dan. So he does and messages and does, or, or at least from time to time. Because I'm right. I almost wrote something, you know. Screw cheesecake face. Well, did he say nice things to you? Is he saying? It was very, he, was very, he said, uh, thank you. Um, I had to, to do that. Just so Disney keeps us keeps us going. I don't want oh, yeah. us near politics. Never mind. Uh, never mind. Blah blah blah. The look of terror on their face on TV. It was awesome. It was while awesome. you guys were yeah, all going. Yeah, yeah. Was they didn't know if you were going to say something political at Scrutum right, or right. something dirty. Um, he says it was wonderful. The idea of you getting your brother to do Trump for us escalates all of us. We need you to keep losing. It's funnier that way. <laughs> yeah. It is funnier so, that way. So yeah. he, he, he doesn't want me to win. Yeah. Well, it's funnier now that you have just like, you're like a sliver in his paw. Like you, well, every week it's a new new gimmick. But I also try to gauge. Um, so we went first week and second week with what's going on on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. Stu has a big following, his the Stu yeah. Gats Army and everything. And so, by the way, he screwed me um, this week. And I'll tell you what happened. So I, 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 I gauge it off of what the buzz is. Now people are like, you know what? You suck. You can't pick. I was three and two. You know that that's more winners than losers. That's not bad. Um, I'm coming back from a three and seven start. I just caught myself saying it's not good either, but I know I can't be negative anymore. So what do you mean? I th- mean you're great. Three. You, you're awesome at this. <laughs> well, well, the other thing that you're forgetting is is that I crushed it. No one has my pick from the uh, um, Detroit game. No one has my pick. Uh, f- from the Syracuse game, no one has you know. So th- there's other picks that are missing. I'm forced into having to do what they want to do. I'm not. I'm not allowed to pick what I want to pick. The fact that you're six and two here is even funnier, though. Like you're doing great here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The great. Let's take a break. We're running late. Let's do it. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. The Daniel Baldwin Show is brought to you by Cam's Pizzeria in Baldwinsville, Gentle Dentistry. Go to sleepwellbeville.com. You know what's great? Um, I'm supposed to go in there and come up now with the plan of everything we're going to do about my teeth. It's like a six-month. I really neglected my teeth. I hated the dentist. I was so afraid of going there. And now I go to Baldwinsville Gentle Dentistry, and things are all good. So I just got a text this morning. Um, I won't say any Five names. Seconds. I won't say any names. And she writes, hello, because <laughs> I haven't responded to her yet. All right. See you guys Monday.